Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Wednesday, the Wednesday of Holy Week. This is day 37 of our 40-day journey through the season of Lent. We began this season by hearing the truth about our sin and the limits of our own powers. We heard about our mortality. We also hear in this season the clear promise of God's steadfast and abiding love for us, the amazing grace of God that has saved us in Jesus Christ our Lord. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, O God, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Praise to the blessed and holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God who gives us life and salvation and resurrection. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. A reading from Matthew chapter 26. This morning we read verses 36 through 56. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be grieved and agitated. Then he said to them, My soul is deeply grieved, even to death. Remain here and stay awake with me. And going a little farther, he threw himself on the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet not what I want, but what you want. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. He said to Peter, So you could not stay awake with me one hour. Stay awake and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, he went away for a second time and prayed, My father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. Again, he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. So leaving them again, he went away and he prayed for a third time, saying the same words. And he came to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Now the hour is at hand. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let us be going. Look, my betrayer is at hand. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him was a large crowd with 
swords and clubs from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I will kiss is the man. Arrest him. At once he came to Jesus and said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Jesus said to him, Friend, do what you are here to do. Then they came and laid hands on Jesus and arrested him. Suddenly one of those with Jesus put his hand on his sword, drew it, and struck the slave of the high priest, cutting off his ear. And Jesus said to him, Put your sword back into its place, for all who take the sword will die by the sword. Do you think that I cannot appeal to my Father, and he will at once send more than twelve legions of angels? And how then would the scriptures be fulfilled, which say it must happen in this way? At that hour, Jesus said to the crowds, Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as though I were a rebel? Day after day, I sat in the temple teaching, and you did not arrest me. But all this has taken place so that the scriptures of the prophets may be fulfilled. Then all the disciples deserted him and fled. Here is a picture of suffering. Jesus in the garden, deeply grieved and agitated. Jesus, knowing that he will soon be arrested, condemned, and crucified, expressing a desire to live, and an even greater desire that he accomplish all things according to Scripture and according to God's will, an even greater desire that he be delivered from this time of trial, that he keep faith and faithful to the will of the Heavenly Father. Even at the moment of Jesus' arrest, he reaches out to teach the mob, the crowd, those who have come to arrest him. He tells them that while they may be acting under orders from the chief priests and the elders, or out of zeal for their people or its teachings, or out of zeal for the law, they are still all participating in events through which God is now taking away the sin of the world. Jesus reveals God's loving will and purpose that we be delivered from the powers of sin and death, each and every one of us. But as we have seen before, Jesus also shows us what it means to be fully human in this world and in a right relationship with God. He knows and he understands and he submits himself to the will of the Heavenly Father, trusting the Father will be with him, and trusting into the hands of the Heavenly Father all that he is, his life and his reputation. In the words of the psalm, Jesus says, My life, O Lord, are in your hands. Do not let me be put to shame. Out of love and faith and obedience to God's will, Jesus humbles himself. He shows us what fear, love, and trust in God really looks like. He fulfills completely and totally the first commandment and all commandments that follow. He shows us how to be human and faithful to God at the same time, even though he is deeply connected to the grace and love of the Heavenly Father and his life is full and meaningful, connected to God's eternal purposes. It is also at the same time filled with all kinds of grief and pain and suffering, and agitation, and anxiety, and anger, and frustration, and all human emotions. But it is his faith and love for the Heavenly Father 
and for us that propels Jesus forward to the cross, despite the pain, through the horrible physical pain, through the cruel psychological pain, through the fear and the anxiety and the grief that drive him to the edge of despair. His faith and love do not take away the pain or remove him from the suffering that is part and parcel of the human experience, but it is his faith and love and hope in the Heavenly Father, the Heavenly Father's love for him, that sustains him to the end. It is Jesus' faith and love and hope in the Heavenly Father that accomplishes all things for the salvation of the world. Through him, salvation comes to all people, to the whole creation, to us. It is Jesus' faith and love and hope in the Heavenly Father that is the gift of the Holy Spirit for us and for the Church, as we both suffer and trust and love and hope in our sharing of the good news of Jesus Christ. That Jesus suffers in faith and love and does not strike out in violence or with force is not an accident of Jesus' weakness, but the intentional strength of Jesus' faith and love for all people and for the Heavenly Father. Jesus in the garden de-escalates, stops and forbids the violent reaction of his followers in the garden and forever taking up the sword in whatever form we may find them, even now today, is incompatible with the way of Jesus or the will of the Heavenly Father. That is why we hang a cross in our sanctuary, not a sword and a shield. We follow Jesus to the cross and to God's resurrection. That is freedom. That is how people are set free. That is how God gives life to the world and to each of us. So already, here, even before the crucifixion, even while he is still in the garden, Jesus has already shown us what it means to be fully human and in a right relationship with God. And he has already resisted, delivered us from two great trials and temptations that consistently rob us of our humanity. The temptation to escape our pain and suffering and the temptation to deal violently with the world around us. The cross is the way to freedom. It is the way to be a fully formed human being in a right relationship with God. That comes to us as God's gift through Jesus Christ, our Lord. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of your God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, 
to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ in all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gifts of relationship with others, the communion of faith in your church. For who else, for what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, and for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hand we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Ever-living God, author of creation, we give you thanks for the gift of water that brings life and refreshes the earth. We bless and praise you, for by water and the word we are cleansed from sin and receive everlasting life. Join us again this day to the saving death of Christ, Renew in us the living fountain of your grace, and raise us with Christ Jesus to live in newness of life. For you are merciful, and you love your whole creation. With all of your creatures we give you glory. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, who gives you new birth by water in the Holy Spirit, and forgives you all of your sin, strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Keep you in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs>